Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yes, great to have your company tonight and uh, what a weekend of football it was and uh, what a weekend of football coming up as well. As I say, there's two preliminary uh, finals or grand final qualifiers or whatever you want to call them. Uh, probably should be called semi-finals given there's uh, just four teams left in the running and they are the top four teams. And uh, listening around to uh, a lot of media outlets today and in the papers, you know, most of the most of the so-called experts think South Sydney and Melbourne will go through and that will be the grand final. Wayne Bennett. Eh? up against um, Craig Bellamy. Who knows? A lot of water still to post uh, to pass under the bridge uh, today. I thought what we would do, and it's it's quite a big story, it's been uh, rumbling on for, well, a number of weeks, hasn't it? Um, the future of the West Tigers club, the future of their coach, Michael Maguire. Um, and I, I'm reading some articles uh, this afternoon. Uh, West Tigers, they, I, I believe, had a statement prepared for the sacking of coach Michael Maguire. This is according to uh, Fox League reporter uh, James Hooper. But Michael Maguire, as I understand it, and James Hooper is reporting, has been given a stay of execution after a scheduled board meeting, which was scheduled for this afternoon, um, was postponed at the 11th hour. So I'm not quite sure what is going on in Tiger Town. I thought we might... Uh, Get on the line right now, Gary Jack, who uh, who joins us on the phone. Gary, great to have your company, mate. Thanks for taking time out to have, have a chat with us on higher ground. How are you? No, no problem, Chris. Look, you know, I'm feeling very well, thanks, mate. Um, bit of a scare a few months ago, but I'm on the road to recovery now, and I'm, I'm as fit, and I'm, I'm, I was going to say I was going to play this weekend, but I don't think I'll be playing this weekend. <laughs> mate, but I'm fit and ready to go. I mean, that was my first question, Gary, because um, I, I haven't, I haven't bumped into you, and you probably wouldn't remember me. I was I was a little kid uh, way back at Leichhardt Oval in the days of uh, Amco Cup, and tagging along with me with my old man. And uh, I remember I remember yeah. you quite well. And um, when I when I heard you had those heart problems, I you know, although we don't know each other well at all, I I, did, I was thinking of you. And then obviously with Turvey uh, coming out um, at the weekend or last week, Stevie Mortimer having yeah. um, some troubles as well. So you're all good, which is which is good to good to go, hey. Yeah, I'm all good, mate. Yeah, I had a, had a cardiac arrest back in January, but uh, luckily, I, I, yeah, uh, the guys who with me did CPR and they kept me alive. And till the paramedics got there, and you know, I'm, I'm fully recovered now. So I'm just very fortunate that um, I had people there that knew what they were doing. So it's important everyone does their CPR because you could save a loved one or a close friend's life at any time. So it's just a big awareness, a big wake-up call for everyone, really. Well, you know what, and this is a bit off topic here, but I, uh, off the back of reading about you and hearing about you, I, I went and um, I did my advanced CPR right. as well. So I'm I'm pretty fully qualified yeah. now in that front. Um, and I recommend everyone out there, go and do a basic CPR course. You don't have to do the advanced, but um, you can never know too much about it. You never know when you might, you might need yeah. a hand, eh? That's right. And the thing with me, Chris, was I had no symptoms. I had no pain in the chest. I had no shortness of breath. Yeah. I had no down, down my eye. It just hit me. And, you know, it, it, when it hit me, uh, it, it, I, was, I was gone. <laughs> so I was gone for, for about 10 minutes. So, you know, you just never know mm. uh, when it may happen. So you need to be, need to be ready. And, you know, and as it's turned out, 
I've made a full recovery and, you know, just so fortunate that the people around me knew what they were doing. Take me back through that, mate. Did they have the defibrillator on hand for that or, or what was the story? No, no that... No, they didn't, mate. I was, I was just training. I was training. I've been training yeah. for 20 years. And yeah. I just... Um, part of the I routine, isn't it? Doing a warm-up. Yeah. yeah, partly just warm-up. And I just uh, got my partner as I was warming up. And I just collapsed and hit the wall on, as I fell over. And, uh, you know, I proceeded to... Obviously, they, they looked at me. I wasn't breathing. And um, they started CPR within the first 30 seconds. So that was what, what the God said. Because after three minutes, if you don't do CPR, mm. then you can suffer brain damage after that for every minute that you don't do it. So... They, they started in the first three minutes. The ambulance turned up uh, about 10 minutes and they hit me with the defibrillator straight away. Mm. And that's what brought me back. So without the defibrillator, um, I, I wouldn't have been here. But the paramedics did a great job. Uh, so you never know. And, and, I, and I, you know, I, swim, I swim, I run. Yeah. Uh, I still keep very active. I always have been active. And, and I, I had a complete blockage of, the, of one of the arteries in my heart. I didn't know about it. You know, yeah. The funny thing was I've been seeing a doctor for three years and yeah. he didn't pick up on it. No. A, a cardiologist. So you just don't know. You don't know, do you? Um, and that's no, why you know, I'm know. quite fit and healthy and I exercise all the time. And, but you just don't know. You, yep. you don't, um, no. It might be worth getting one of those CT scans too. I think you can have one of those yeah, that's done. Right. Definitely. Um, yeah, get one of those uh, CT angiograms, what they're called. Yeah. Get one of those done. That way you'll know if you've got a blockage. And I didn't know I had a blockage until, uh, until, the, until I'd had my arrest, yeah. you know, which was got, yeah, luckily. Yeah, it's too late then, but luckily yeah. it wasn't for me. I've got a second chance. Absolutely. Well, it's a great story that you you, know, you, you make a full recovery and you're, you're, you're firing on all cylinders, Gary. I, I really mean that. Righto. Well, let's sink our teeth into this issue um, at West Tigers. I'm not quite sure what's going on. You might know more being a lot closer to the club than me. Um, look, they, they, they cancelled this uh, this meeting, which was scheduled for this afternoon. As, I, as I'm reading reports, it was um, to give Michael Maguire his marching orders. I don't know. Have you mm. you got any inside running on this story? Mate, I've probably got the same information you've got, uh, Chris. Mm. You know, Justin Pascoe and Adam Hardigan, they're the two guys. He's the CEO, Pascoe, and Hardigan's in charge of recruitment. They're the two guys. That, that from, from my observation, I did the, the footy review last year, and they've done the footy review this year. Uh, on Maguire and you know obviously halfway through the year what surprises me they said look he's doing such a great job we should re-sign him you know we should re-sign him for another couple of years so mm. the board re-signed Michael Maguire halfway through the season and now they want to sack him I mean as, as an old Tigers player I think why, are they, why do they want to sack him obviously they're trying to yeah. protect their own backsides because if anyone's going to go if anyone's got to go buddy it's got to be Justin Pascoe and Adam Hardigan they're the two in charge of recruitment and retention and you can't blame the coach when you said halfway through the year look he's doing a great job we should re-sign him for another two years yeah. they have to take a lot of responsibility for what's happened well he hasn't changed has he he hasn't changed overnight in six months his coaching techniques have, haven't changed i wouldn't have thought since he re- re-signed extended his contract and, and no. now they're going to try and show him the door and uh, yeah. by the way i think if that is the case there'll be about 750 800 large in his pocket yeah, that's right. I mean, I mean, I mean, if these guys are spending their own money, I'm sure they'd be a lot more careful as to who they'd have come in and who who they'd sack. But you know, but it just seems like a revolving door at the Tigers. You know, it's happened with Jason Taylor, uh, Mick Potter. Mm. You know, uh, it, they're not they're the other two that have been sacked in the past. Well, and you know, I do feel a little bit sorry for Michael Maguire. You know, he's a defensive coach, but you've got you've got to you rest on the performances of your team, and they've had eight. 
eight wins this year and 16 losses. You know, that's not very... We're the second-worst defensive team in the competition, which is terrible. Seven times teams have scored 40 or more points against us, including the day when the Storm beat us 66-6. to mm. Then we get to, to finish the whole thing off, Chris, we get beat 38-0 by Canterbury, who are coming stone motherless last, mm. and they've won the wooden spoon, yet they lap us, you know. So there's some major problems at, at the club there. Mm. Uh, look, we... we we finished on 18 points. If not for if not for the goodness of the draw when we played the Penrith Panthers, when they had half their team tied up in the origin, which we won that game, we would have finished second last with the Broncos. Mm. So those are the facts of the situation. It's just not good enough. And and a lot of the, the uh, you know, you can easy to blame the coach and you blame the players, but the same people are making the same mistakes for the last, well, certainly six years since Justin Pascoe has been there. Hardigan's only been there the last two or three. You know, it hasn't got any better. In fact, it's got worse with what we've come 9th, 11th, 13th the last three years. I'm talking to uh, former Balmain fullback, uh, New South Wales fullback, Kangaroos fullback Gary Jack uh, about the, the dramas at his, uh, his former club, um, which wasn't a joint venture back then, but um, has been for, for a number of years. And uh, as we know, the last 10 years, it has failed to make the finals. What about the review process itself? That's been criticised um, by a lot of people. And, and I'm not going to start throwing stones because I don't know enough about it, right? I'm not inside the West mm. Tigers camp. Um, so I'm not going to be critical of something I don't know about. But I do know that on the review panel is Justin Pascoe. And, well, he may well be a subject of the review itself. Well, he has to be. Mm. He has to be. He did the review last year. He's done the review this year, and the side's gone backwards. I mean, everyone's the coach is accountable, players are accountable, but for some insular reason, the CEO and the recruitment guys—they're not accountable. Well, they have to be accountable because they've recruited the players that are that are playing, and obviously it's not working. I mean, if you look at you know, if you look at the players that. Uh, that they've, that they've brought to the club, you know, if I look over here, I look at uh, Moses, Moses Emboy, you know, Josh Reynolds, mm. Russell Packer. Mm. I mean, Joe, Joey Leilu, Joey Leilu, mm. fair dinkum. He, he's just, you know, Ricky must have been so happy when he went, got rid of him to get out of Canberra. James Roberts, James, James Tamu. I mean, those those guys, they, they've been recruited in the last you know, couple of years. It's mm. terrible recruitment. Terrible recruitment. You can't, and, they're, and they're the marquee players that we're spending six and seven hundred thousand dollars on. They're paying way overs for these players, which they're not putting forward. So why? Because they've obviously got no footy, footy smarts or footy nouse about what's a good player and what's what, what's not a good player and what's an average player. You know, I don't think Justin Pascoe has got much of an idea about football. Full mm. stop. Yet he's the CEO. Well, Michael Maguire would have had a big say though, Gary, wouldn't he? Not on the players that he was yeah. bringing into the place. Absolutely. So that's mm. where the responsibility comes back on, on Michael Maguire. I've seen that, I've read that he had it, uh, over 28 of the 30 players he was either directly involved in, either to extend their contracts or to bring them to the club. So mm. if, if that's true, then he bears a lot of responsibility for, for our performance over the last, uh, last three years. Um, you know, probably he should be the third one to go. So where 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 are the main problems, or more so, Gary? What do you think are the solutions? Do you think the board is is making a mistake if it goes through with um, the sacking of Michael Maguire? Um, I think they need to look elsewhere because they just keep making the same mistakes every year. It hasn't got any better for the last six years. 
the, the problem is not Maguire, but the problem is the people above him who are trying to cover their own backsides by saying it's Maguire is the problem. That's so. If they fix up the, the you know, they fix up the, the guy, the CEO and, and the head recruitment guy, they're the guys that need to be held accountable for for the debacle. It's been a debacle the last six years with with those recruitments I just mentioned there earlier. So that's it's not gonna it's not gonna go away until they fix up that um, fix up that problem and then look at the coach. You know, I, I do feel sorry for Maguire. You need when you're a head coach, you need good people around you. You need to be supported. And you're only as good as the cattle that you've got. And mm. that's, look, I coach myself, and you are only as good as the, as the players you've got. And he's, you know, he's got players there. You know, they're, they're just not putting. Now, how could they be putting in when they get done 38 nil by Canterbury? You know, it, 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 it was Tommy Rudonix's farewell game for Tommy. They got lapped that day. You know, uh, Cowboys. Just, they, they came back at back at the end. Yeah, it was against against the Cowboys. Mm. You know, so they, they've been they've been well and truly. You know, lapped a few times, and, and of their eight wins, you know, two against the Knights and two against St George, who had pretty ordinary years. Uh, they beat the Broncos and the Cowboys uh, and Canterbury once, you know, but the, that last game. And then I suppose, you know, as an old Tiger, you look back and you see the tail of the Tigers, this, this tape mm. that they put together of the season, which documented their failure. <laughs> yes, know, not their successes, but their but their failure. Um, so. It's just mind blowing that the I don't know the stupidity of the people in charge there. And I guess it makes it hard too. It's a bit of a vicious cycle, isn't it? Um, you talk about all those, those players that they have signed that haven't really amounted to much, and well, let's be honest, have been failures. Um, yep. And I, I mean that with no disrespect, but in terms of the, the money they cost and what they gave the club, um, it would mm. be deemed as a, as a failure. When you're losing and you're not making the finals and all these dramas are going around the club, it makes it very difficult mm. for, for a coach mm. to attract high-quality players. Yes, it, it does. It, it's a bit of a vicious circle. And that's, and that's, where, that's where the coach has got, to, has got to be smart with the players that he does recruit. He's got to get players that are on the up or maybe someone that was injured and didn't quite reach their potential. And you've got to make them better players. You know, uh, Dewey's gone ahead this year. Mm. Dane Laurie's gone ahead this year. That's what a good coach will do. He'll make good players into good first graders. And they have. They've been the beacon, the beacon of, of the side so far of those two players, Laurie and, and Dewey. Uh, stars of of the future, so you hang on to them, but you've got to bring other guys in, you know, uh, other guys in recruitment that that are that are going to also that, that want to play. That's the, probably the big thing, Chris. They want to play first grade. They're not there for the money. Mm. They want to play first grade and they want to become better players, like the guys that go to the Storm. You know, gee whiz, you know, Christian Welsh, you know, uh, mm. guys like that. Uh, Jerome Hughes, the halfback. You know, uh, the guys that they, they buy them and and they they're not stars, but I tell you what, put it in that storm side. They're a premiership team, you, so it's, you just got to recruit better the players that that you bring on board. And and sadly, we've recruited terrible, and I can't see it getting any better under the current administration. Mm. Probably helps the club though when you've got someone like Craig Bellamy there to uh, to attract yeah. all those players. But um, yes, so I don't it, know. It does it. It does, and, and a lot of a lot of guys will say, Chris, I'll say, I'll go there for less money because yes. I know I'll be a better player once yes. I've been there. Because Craig Bellamy make me a better player, and I'll be worth more money in two years' time. I'll win a competition, you know. But but that's about good recruitment. That's what you do. That's that's not hard. It's not rocket science. You just got to recruit smarter. You know, they sit down with their players, they talk to their players, um, and and they pay what they can afford. 
You know, they don't put themselves in financial stress, which we've done year after year after year. And then all of a sudden, you know, you've got to, and and you just you just can't keep blaming the players, and you can't keep blaming the coach when the review committee said, "Geez, he's doing a great job. We should extend his contract for another two years." You know, we just keep repeating the same mistakes over and over again. Mm. We're talking of great coaches, and he won a premiership with them, Tim Sheens, and, and I was talking about great coaches. Uh, the top four uh, coaches still alive in in the premiership currently, uh, obviously. Uh, Craig Bellamy and, and Wayne Bennett and Desi Hasler still alive and, and Ivan Cleary. Yeah. Tim Sheens won yeah. that premiership with the with the Tigers back in 05 um, and it really hasn't been rosy days since then. But he's coming back to the club. How do you yeah. think his his um, involvement will, will impact the club? Yeah. yeah. Look, that's a good question. Uh, look, Chris, you got people forget, look, Tim Sheens was sacked in 2012 by the club. Mm. You know, <laughs> that was that was only nine years ago. He, he was sacked. So is Tim Sheens a saviour or not? They're making him out to be that he is the saviour because he's coming back. But we got rid of him back in 2012. Mm. So I, I don't know. I really don't know uh, if if he is the saviour. You mm. know, um, surely there's, there must be other people that are a little bit younger. And I do due respect to Tim, and he was a fantastic coach. But you know, he's 70. Um, there's got to be younger people that are available that we can get to. to to run up this uh, this football department uh, that are available now, rather than going to the UK or or bringing back Tim. Mm. Well, there's, there's talks of Cameron Seraldo maybe coming as an, from an assistant to Penrith to go to go there. I'm reading he's sort of the next yeah. in line if they if they do remove uh, Michael Maguire. Yeah. But 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 really, um, do you do you want yeah. to go there as a coach or, or a player in the current environment? That's I don't right. know. Um, yeah, that's tricky, right. Tricky but, situation. Yeah, but, all, but, but, but that comes back to Chris. That also comes back to so if, if Seraldo does go to the Tigers, you've got to be able to recruit good players or, or, or established players to come to your side. Is he going to be able to do that? Mm. You know. Um, so that, that's that's what the, the head coach is there for to recruit and to get the high profile first grade players. But you've also at the same time got to develop players from within. Mm. And, well, Gary, um, um, yeah, I, I, again, <laughs> thanks for joining us, mate. I appreciate that. And, and you put your life into half of the West Tigers when it was Balmain Tigers. I put a handful of games into uh, the West Magpies uh, when, when they were uh, their own identity. So um, let's hope that the club can get back on its feet and, um, and go from strength to strength. Your podcast, mate, The Fend, where can we find that? And how often do we yeah, do it? It's just, just uh, on Spotify. On Spotify, I do a podcast every week with Adam Hawes. He's a yep. journalist, been around for about 25 years. He's a great fella, so we just sit down and go through the games. And, and we, we talk about now, and we also talk about back in, back in the 80s and 90s as well, a bit of a retro look as well. So it's a great podcast. We've done it for two years now. Uh, it's growing in popularity. So, yeah, if you want to listen to your footy, you get a bit of a footy fix. Yeah. It, it comes out every Monday. Every Monday uh, on Spotify, it's called The Fend. Good stuff. All right. Well, I don't want to send too many of our listeners across <laughs> listening to you, but I guess they can do that when, when we're not on air here. Gary, we'll do yeah, that. Yeah, Mate, that, thanks for yeah, jumping on the line. I appreciate it and, and lovely to have a chat with good you. On you. Well, good on you. Lovely to talk to you and say good day to your dad as well. Okay? I will, mate. I will for sure. There is uh, Balmain on, legend Gary Jack. Thank you. And uh, he's got quite a few uh, ideas and opinions there um, about the current problems at the West Tigers. You are listening to Higher Ground.